Racing Pulse Hong Kong Racing Watch, Hatchies Honkers with Clint Hutchison. And there's plenty of news in Hong Kong. We're racing at Happy Valley this evening. Uh, we've got Golden 60, who's about to return to the track. And uh, as we were talking about on the verdict on Monday, a four-timer for Hugh Bowman, who is throwing down the gauntlet to Zach over there. And we were trying to get Hugh on. He's a little elusive sometimes, Hugh Bowman. So we're still trying to get Hugh on, but uh, one He man... might be on the connections, well... Michael. <laughs> A gold trip to work out whether he's coming down or not. I was hoping Hugh might tell us all. Um, I am hearing whispers that he won't be running in the Caulfield Cup, but again, nothing confirmed there. Uh, which way would you go? I'll tell you what, this, this is unbelievable. It's unbelievable what's it's transpired. Like it's it's longer than neighbours, this is. <laughs> We've had a few months to work it out. Like it's, uh, <laughs> I would have thought, uh, I've, I'm seeing the humorous side of it, I just think it's unbelievable. But hey, Look, um, anything for a bit of any publicity is good publicity, right? Um, I would have thought they're going to, they probably lean towards wanting to take the same path they took last year. I mean, they went, what they went, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate, Melbourne Cup. Yep. They did the same. Yep. I think, I think they'll do the same. Do you think if we had a live camera in uh, the office at Kieran Maher and Dave Eustace Racing, there'd be Kieran and Dave and, and maybe one of the connections just standing there doing rock, scissor, papers until they get a result? <laughs> It would be the longest game in the history of rock, paper, scissors if they have been. Dad said it's been going. It's, it's quite incredible. But um, anyway, uh, oh, I just, yeah, I'm surprised it's taken until the 11th down. We still don't know. No, I know. Um, ever think too, while we talk Hong Kong racing, I'll ask you for your favourite Caulfield Cup moment uh, as well, which the listeners have been um, giving us plenty of good, great Caulfield Cup moments over the years. Uh, do you like tonight's meeting? Yeah, I do like tonight's meeting. I think, you know, the good thing at the moment was we've got quite a number of Aussie, the Aussie contingents up there. So, you know, every week when we have a chat, I think one of the boys looks like they've got a pretty good chance. And more often than not, it is a, a Zach or, and more so lately a, a Hugh. But I think Brenton Abdullah tonight's got a couple of good rides and um, he might be able to put one in the back of the net. And race two is one of those and savvy delight for John's size. So Brenton will be looking to sort of try and get a winner for John because he could be a key a key ally if you're looking to stay in Hong Kong and providing winners. And this horse does go in on the backup from a good run last week. It was actually the ride that Hugh copped the suspension over, actually, over the course and distance. And, look, he's drawn nicely. It's a similar sort of race. He should map well from gate four. I'll just put him in the right spot. And, um, he's only won one from 22, so I'm hoping he can make it two from 23. What price do you think we'll uh, be taking? He's about four dollars. I think he'll be around about that. Um, he might shorten in a little more, but yeah, he's going to look with that winning strike rate. And it's it, it, put it this way: if Zach was on it, it'd be two dollars thirty, two dollars forty. Mm. Um, it's so it's you very... get better prices, but they're not so. You know, if if it's, if the leading jockey's not on them, anything Zach rides is going to start a fair bit shorter. So you're getting a good price as a as a result. Question without notice from a listener who's SMSed in: Can you ask Hutchie what impact he sees the Hong Kong co-mingling pools uh, have had on the big Australian races? We've only had a couple, haven't we? I saw the record turnover for the Everest. I think the Everest, what was amazing about the Everest race, I think I read yesterday they'd fed in over 200 races maybe up until this point this year, and the Everest was actually the third highest race mm. um, outside of the Dubai World Cup, and there was one other event which names escaped me at the moment, but it was third on the list, and the whole day I think had 280 million Hong Kong. Um, in terms of the local markets, well, look, 
it's a bit like Romantic Warrior on the tote being under the odds um, and providing Gold Trip being at $30 yeah. rather than 19 So what it's going to do is, and this is what we have to look at going forward if you're an Australian better and you want to... And when we're betting into our races in Australia, you're going to get probably a premium odds in a race like that if there's a Hong Kong runner or if there's a Japanese runner because in those pools, those tote... Those horses on the tote are going to be shorter than maybe they should be. So you're going to get a better, you're going to get a, probably a better price about some of the Aussie horses. And it might take a while for the market to work itself out. I don't know, but there's a lot of local money on those horses affecting the market. Um, that is is, and we saw that in the turbo, as he said. What about uh, any other bets tonight at Happy Valley? Yeah, another one. I think in the it's races. Well, the first one I had was race uh, two, number four. My second one's race four, Warrior. Uh, about $2.60, Huey Bowman, David Hall, just failed by a whisker last time out. And, um, you know, he went very close to, to winning. Uh, I think if he holds that form, he'll go close. And, um, you know, Zach's probably going to run the Cornella with Right Honourable for Mark Newnham. So a real Aussie connection. We've got Bowman and Hall, Pert and Newman. Like I said, uh, you know, stick with those boys. You won't go far wrong. And it sounds like a plan. Race two, number four. Race four, number two. The two best at Happy Valley. Have you um, cast your eye over the Caulfield card today? Are you out there at Caulfield? Oh, no, I'm going to be doing the form for the Caulfield Cup meeting. So I'll be watching the races, but I'll be doing the form for uh, for the various shows. We'll be on through the week, Michael. And uh, I'll be enjoying the racing, but with one eye on it, more so doing the form for this weekend. Favourite Caulfield Cup moment. i tell you what, what was one of my memorable Caulfield Cup moments was uh, with all that interference was at Torfin's Melody. It was oh, one of the yes. first horses that came down from uh, the UK and, yeah, cleaned up half the field. Great I remember Cochrane. the few that was going on and uh, it was, uh, it was certainly an eventful, um, an eventful performance. But uh, it's hard to go past Might and Power as you're talking about impressive victories, isn't it, in the, in the Caulfield Cup? Yeah, he was phenomenal, wasn't he? Absolutely phenomenal. Um, there's so many good ones. Like even Jamaica, Kira Ma's first win when she absolutely yeah. dominated them with Nick Hall. Um, and you go back uh, a little bit further. I was just watching some of the replays on racing.com and they pulled out the Elstrom victory in 2004, beating Maccabi Diva. <laughs> Not a bad Caulfield sure. Cup that year. I remember you mentioned Jamaica. She was a ripper. Um I don't think I tipped it that year either. I was back here. And the thing that really stands out to me, and it, this was an amazing sporting achievement, Nick Hall, to get down to that weight to ride. And that yep. day, he looked he looked so gaunt. And, I mean, it was incredible what he put his body through to get to that race, to ride that weight. I mean, it was an unbelievable mm -hmm. sort of human effort, I think, you know, for a kid or a, a guy. I mean, what would he weigh now? Oh, he'd be uh, well over, well, probably touching close to 70, maybe, I don't know, 60, mid-60s. 70, 70 kilos, like you'd imagine now. Yeah. So he would ride there, like, nearly... 52 nearly and a half, like, it was. 52 and a half. Like, it was just unbelievable. And he looked, like, very, like, it was, yeah, he, it, you know, you could see what he'd done and what it meant to him and to execute that plan and putting your body under that stress. And I think it took him, did it take him six to eight weeks to get to the way? I mean, mm. what these guys put their bodies through. I mean, I know it's, we, we, the horses are the, are the big thing and they are the stars of the sport. But, you know, you've got to take your, bow your hats or tip your hat to some of these jockeys and what they, what they managed to do when they, um, 
put their mind to it, and when it come when a plan comes together like that, it's something pretty special. There's no doubt. Uh, SMS is saying, does Doremus get the respect he deserves? Because uh, he just bounced onto the scene, the first leg of the double for for Ollie in '95. Another one saying, uh, I remember Mummify for all the drama post race, which was just a, a terrible postscript when he was so gutsy to win that race. Uh, in 03. What about the other one with RS dying, Damien Oliver? Oh. RS, uh, famously uh, on Viander Cross. Um, uh, look, he's on that on the my Honkers show later in the week or every week. He laughs about your mate Shane. He never says he got it wrong. <laughs> Some jockeys are harder to uh, harder to convince than others, Michael. Oh, but, no. um, and what about if we go back part of the track? What can you do? That was a pretty good era, wasn't it? When you look back, um, Citizen, and then Let's Elope the year after. The, the the remember down the outside, forty-eight and a half, Bart coming, Stephen King, and then won everything that spring carnival. Incredible, incredible! It's always that like it's. You do go through that honour roll, and no matter... I know there's been times, and probably more so in recent history, where they say, oh, is it the lead-up to the Melbourne Cup that it was? It still is. It's still a good indicator. You know, I mm. mean, uh, you run well there, you run well in the Cup. Simple as that. Uh, Hachi, uh, good punting tonight and today, and uh, we'll look forward to hearing all your thoughts on Caulfield Cup Day throughout the week, and we'll catch up with you on Saturday Contenders. Contenders, can't wait. Looking forward to it. Good on you, Hutchie. Hong Kong Hutchie just recapping his best tonight. Race two, number four, and race four, number two. Uh, We'll take a break.